You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. God bless you and welcome to our very first episode on the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Michael Pedroso, and I am very excited to get the show started today. We have a great topic, and I believe the name of the show, Ambassador's Voice, will lead us right into our topic of discussion today, which is You Represent Christ. There is a song by Jonathan McReynolds called Christ Representers. If you have not heard this song, I would encourage you to go and check it out. I hope and pray that as you listen to today's episode and any of the other episodes after this, that they would be an encouragement to you, that they would be an eye opener to you or possibly be an answer to some of the questions that you may have been asking God about. Before we get into our topic of the day, I want you to listen to the fresh manner of the week. Here is submit to God. Submit to God. James chapter 4 verse 7 and 8. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Draw nigh to God. and He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Allow oneself to give up control to God. Remain unaffected by the devil, and he will run away from you. Move close to God and he will move close to you. Remove guilt, filth from your hands, you transgressors, and free your heart from contamination, defilement, and guilt. You deceitful-minded, Selah. Saints, the word of God says, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew chapter 16 verse 24 Self-denial is a big part of our Christianity It causes us our fleshly way of thinking Behavior and conversations to be lessened The more we seek the face of God The more the spirit of God begins to take over and take control As John the Baptist said He must increase but I must decrease John chapter 3 verse 30 This is what the mindset of a Christian should be. Less of me and more of Jesus. Saints, the word tells us that if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. The word also says that the Holy Ghost is given unto them that obey. It's about humility. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14. Lord, help us to submit to your will today. Be blessed.
Welcome back to the show. Our title and topic of discussion for today, which is you represent Christ. When you think about a representative of Christ, you have to think about the characteristics of Jesus and how Jesus carried himself, how he was. He was a very humble, very meek, very loving when it came to him speaking and being about his father's business, he spoke it with authority and he also walked in a message of truth. And most importantly, he knew no sin. So for us to be a representative of Christ, the Bible speaks of it as being an ambassador. In Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, it says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So there it speaks and it talks to us about us being an ambassador for Christ, which we are an authorized messenger or a representative of Christ. So this means that when we go out wherever we are, whatever we're doing throughout our daily um, practices or daily routines that we have to represent Christ. And if we find ourselves in a place to where we feel that we have fallen away from God, God tells us also in this scripture to be ye reconciled to God. That means for us to reestablish a close relationship with God, to get back into a place to where when we pray and we're fasting, we're reading God's word, we're reestablishing that relationship. We're getting to know who Jesus is more. We're getting to a place to where we are seeking God more. We're praying more. We're we're hungering and thirsting. And he told us in his word that he that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. As an ambassador for Christ, we are a representation of him every day of our lives and everywhere that we go, what we do and the words that we speak are a representation of Jesus Christ. We have to remember that the word says that in everything that we do in word and deed, do it all unto the Lord. So we have to be careful how we represent Christ on a daily basis. The very people that we think are not paying attention to our actions that are taking note. I found out in just my conversations with people that they don't want to serve God or be a Christian because they feel like, why would I serve God when I know some Christians that do the same things that I do not being saved? When the Bible tells us that some of these things ought not to be named amongst us as Christians. So we're going to go to the word because I like to go to the Bible to break down what it says about our character as Christians or walking and being and representative of Christ. So in first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 22, it says rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying. And this is the most important one. It says abstain from all appearance of evil. So we have to make sure that we keep ourselves from doing or engaging in an outward sign or indication 
of evil. Some of us as God's people don't reflect Jesus. We reflect the world. We reflect ourselves. The word tells us in Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 says, There is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So we have to be careful how we represent Jesus. He is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. That's what the Word says. We have to walk in the Spirit of God that we won't fulfill the lust of our flesh. Yes, we are all human and we have our own faults. But as a Christian, we should not be willfully walking in sin. As a believer in Christ, our main goal and or objective should be not to practice sin. Because just as we read earlier, as the word says that to abstain from all appearance of evil. For example, when you have a man of God and a woman of God that loves Jesus, they're striving each and every day to enter in and make it into the kingdom of God. But these two are dating. And for whatever the reason is that they go out on a date or they're hanging out together and they end up going back to one another's place and they end up spending the night over. Now, if the neighbors tend to see you or if family members or somebody, whoever it may be, end up seeing you guys together, spending the night, knowing that you went over to one another's house that evening and the next morning they end up seeing you out. This is what we mean by abstaining from all appearances of evil, even though Nothing may have happened while you two were there. It's the appearance of what it looks like to someone on the outside looking in. We have to be aware that we're not being a stumbling block in someone's way who may be considering just by watching your life becoming a Christian or wanting to live for God. Another example is our conversations, the conversations that we partake in, and even the very converse, conversations or the words that may come out of our mouth, partaking in maybe an ungodly conversation or a conversation that we know that we should not even be around and we should just walk away from. The word begins to talk about this in James chapter 3, verses 8 through 11. It says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth the fountain send forth at the same place sweet water, and bitter. I don't know why as Christians we think that it's okay for us to curse, but it's not okay for us to curse. We just read the scripture where it says that out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. When we're blessing someone, we're we're promoting something or contributing to happiness or well-being or prosperity. And when we're cursing someone or cursing we are invoking evil or misfortune upon someone a, a profane word 
That's what cursing is. So we can't try and justify what we do in our in the words that we say because we try and say that someone else said it, so it's okay for me to repeat it. We can't do that. Not as a Christian. That's not a holy conversation. That's not keeping our conversations holy, as the word tells us to. And and he also tells us in the word that filthy communication ought to be put off out of our mouth. We have to remember that Christ knew no sin, but he died for all of our sins. He carried the weight of the world on his shoulders. So don't let what we do or say as a Christian cause a brother or sister in Christ, a babe in Christ, or someone who is not saved, make them feel like they don't even want to live for God because we're out here as Christians doing the same things that they're doing. And partaking in the same conversations that they're take partaking in. This is where I think we fall into a category or an area where in Matthew chapter 22, verse 29, it says, Jesus answered and said unto them, ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. This is just saying to us that when we don't really understand the word of God, we don't understand the God that we serve, that God is able to keep us from falling in an area in our life or partaking in particular things. When we have the Holy Ghost, God will keep us in Jude verse 24. It says now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. And also in, in Ephesians chapter three, verse 20, it says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So if the power of God works in us, if we have the Holy Ghost, the power of God works in us and God will convict us when we are in a conversation, when we're doing something that does not appear to be a wise decision. Now, remember, we are supposed to be abstaining from all appearance of evil. So you say, help me to understand what you're saying to me. So in Colossians chapter three, verses five through 10, God tells us in the word to mortify, therefore, your members which are up on the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when you lived in them. Now, as a Christian, as a man of God, a woman of God, you're not living in those areas in your life anymore. And it also says, but now ye also put off all these anger, wrath malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Now, I want to go back because to help us understand where we're going in, in this verse, we have to kind of break down these these words that we're talking about. So everybody knows what fornication is uncleanness 
Everybody knows what that is when you're dealing with something that's not clean. Inordinate affection. It is exceeding normal limits or unrestrained conduct um, of a feeling of fondness or tenderness for a person or a thing. Something that you're attached to when you have an extreme or uh, something that goes past or beyond normal limits of you being attached to something or someone. So when you're talking about evil concupiscence. Evil, we already know that evil is something morally wrong. So when you're dealing with evil concupiscence, it is morally wrong or a strong sexual desire that's morally wrong. This can also be a, a strong desire to just be a wicked person, to be evil or bad. And when we're talking about the next one, which is covetousness. Covetousness is an envious uh, eagerness to possess something or an excessive desire for more than what one needs or deserves. And it tells us in this that this is idolatry. And it is also something that God wrote in the Ten Commandments is the last commandment that we should not covet our neighbor's wife, his manservant. His maidservant, anything that our neighbor has, anything that anybody has, we should not cover that. These are things that we should not be partaking in or giving ourselves to because God tells us that the wrath of God comes up on the children of disobedience. Those of us who know what the word of God says, those of us who have living have been living in God's word, living by God's word and keeping the commandments and striving to enter in at the straight gate. And now we are in a place to where we are partaking in these things. This is not what God is pleased with. And further in this chapter, he tells us to put off anger. Anger is a strong feeling of displeasure or belligerence aroused by a real or supposed wrong. When you feel like somebody has done you wrong and you have just gotten so upset that you're not you're not pleased with that person or you just get out of control with what has just happened or what has been said or done to you. That is what anger is. God is telling us to put that off. The wrath. It is a forceful and often vindictive anger. So it'll cause you to do things and be vindictive towards somebody because to be evil or sneaky, trying to get back at that person because of them doing something to you that they may not even have tried to do to cause that type of a, a wrath or situation to, to come up on us. And when we talk about the next one, which is malice, malice is a desire to harm others or to see others suffer. So we're purposely causing harm to people or it's something that causes us to want to just do some serious harm to somebody we should not have these things. God is telling us to put these things off. Blasphemy. It's a contemptuous or profane speech or an action concerning God. So this is something that we have to be very careful with. Filthy communication. We've covered that with with just talking about what proceeds out of our mouth with blessings and cursings. These things ought not to be. 
We have to be careful how we communicate, what we talk about, where we're communicating in a particular conversation where if a conversation that we're in, if it starts to go left and it starts to they start to talking about sexual things and start talking about things that as men and women of God, we shouldn't even be sitting there partaking in that. We should know at that point that it's my time to leave because this conversation is going somewhere that I don't even need to be around it anymore. Also, when he tells us in the same same verse, the same scripture to lie not one to another. Seeing that we have put off the old man with his deeds, so we should not be lying it, it and it doesn't matter. There's this, the, the little white lie or the, the small lie or big lie. It does not matter because God says that a liar will not tarry in his presence. So as men and women of God, we have to be careful. So our character, how we represent Christ must line up with the word of God. There's no excuses. The Bible tells us in Romans that we are without excuse And there's a saying that excuses only satisfy those who make you don't want to stand before God and all the excuses that you made as to why you didn't live for him or why you didn't give your all or why you didn't give 100 percent in living for Christ is what is presented and not anything that would cause the father to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant enter into thy rest. Listen, saints. God have chosen us for a time such as this generation that we are living in. Why he has chosen us for a time such as this. The Bible tells us that each generation wax worse and worse. Jesus is going to have men and women of God that are going to be bold to proclaim the gospel and not going to be ashamed of the gospel as it says in Romans 1:16 not ashamed of the gospel one who will proclaim the gospel on every mountaintop wherever you go whatever you do don't let anybody make you feel like you're a holy roller or you're overboard for Christ you're not overboard for Christ just keep preaching keep being a witness for God because that's strengthening your faith it's building your character it's building who you are in Christ Each and every one of us have a pathway that we are going to go on, a destination that we must reach. And it's going to build our faith. It's going to build who we are in Jesus. It's going to help build the love of Christ on the inside of us as we walk in the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible tells us that the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. See, the enemy thinks that if we fall because we face a different challenges or because we face hard times that he have us right where he want us and right where he need us to be so he can just try and take us out. But what he fails to realize is that we serve a man called Jesus that says when our flesh is weak, the spirit is willing. This is why he said that he would leave us a comforter that will be able to keep us in our time of weakness. So keep the faith, run this race because the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but it is given to those that would endure until the end. And we must endure until the end. Now, saints, this is all that we have for today on the podcast, but we're going to come back next week with part two of you represent christ 
I want to give a special shout out for this track, You and I, by Soeb and Amin Maxwell. You can find them on soundcloud.com backslash Soeb Music or soundcloud.com backslash Amin Maxwell. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word. Email any questions or comments to ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.